You're listening to American Girl Women with Laura Treader and Lindsay Adams-Franca. This is a podcast where two millennial gals gather around the microphone and reminisce on the cultural phenomenon that took our childhood by storm, American Girl Dolls. Contrary to what you might think, we aren't just talking about dolls here. We're diving into the high highs and the low lows of getting hooked on American Girl and all the childhood memories that come flooding back. So join us and a few special guests each week as we become American Girl Women. Today on American Girl Women, we are joined by Harry Hill, a New York-based content creator and host of the podcast, Harry Tales, which dives into all things pop culture and discusses Harry's life in New York City. Originally from the suburbs of Chicago, Harry grew up wanting to be an artist and an actor and was captivated at an early age by the world of American Girl. Over the years, he acquired quite the collection, including Kit, Kaya, Kaylee, Lindsay, Two Girls of Today, Bitty Baby, The Bitty Twins, and Coconut. Today, you could find AG reference throughout Harry's content, and you might even remember him from the 2022 New York Times article featuring his visit to the American Girl Cafe. We are so excited to hear all about the impact that AG has made on him and how the brand still resonates in his world today. Harry, welcome to AGW. Thank you so much for having me on. I cannot wait to talk all things American Girl with you guys. Harry, we're so excited. And I know we were talking a little bit before this, but just need our audience to know that this has been at the top of Lindsay and I's dream guest list since like day one of recording a podcast. So we are so excited to be able to chat with you. And, you know, I think that there's so many potential questions we could ask because you are very upfront and proud of your love for American Girl on your social media. So I know our listeners are going to be wanting to hear the answers. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I'm definitely an open book when it comes to American Girl. I want to say, if you're listening and you're like, who is this guy on this <laughs> women's podcast? Thank you for letting me be here. I have been making funny content on the internet. Hopefully it's funny. Oh my gosh. I don't want to like <laughs> presume, presume my hilariousness. <laughs> but I like to use American Girl as content. There's so much to work with. There's so many characters. There's so many outfits. There's so many good moments. And um I'm really glad that you guys found me. I'm really glad that you guys see my vision. And uh, <laughs> it's it's exciting to sit down and talk to you guys. Oh my goodness. You are truly such an icon and champion of AG. Like you are just all in it from your Kit Kittredge and Samantha Halloween costumes <laughs> to being featured in the New York Times at the American Girl Cafe. We have so, so much to talk about. And I'm just really excited to have you on here to hear more about your AG journey and also your perspective on the brand. But before we get into all things AG, Harry, what were you like growing up? So I went to Catholic school and I went to Catholic school from kindergarten through eighth grade. And I have two brothers, I'm the middle child, and my brothers were like Boy Scouts into sports. I was like the artsy theater kid, and I was very curious. I loved to read. I was shy, but I was also always wanting to crack jokes and steal the spotlight from whoever else tried to have it. 
I sat at the girls' lunch table, even though at Catholic school we had a boys' table and a girls' table. Oh, I hate that. I that. I I love it for you. I yes, I love that you did that. I hate that exactly. Like what? You know, it was a different time, but I also think that I was very thankful to be at Catholic school because what it did was shield me from any sort of bullying. Mm -hmm. I grew up with the same 20 kids, give or take, you know, some came in, some went out, but it was like a little family for those like eight or nine years. And I was a good kid. I like did my homework. I studied. I did theater after school. I took art classes. I was like a good kid. And I I, I say that now as somebody who like thinks that I'm like a weird, crazy adult. But like I was a good kid and I was really interested always in people, places and things and being friends with everyone and everything. Harry, what's your sign by by chance? I'm a Libra. Is it showing? <laughs> Do you have any Leo in your chart? I don't have any Leo. I'm actually a Libra sun, Libra moon, Gemini rising. So I'm all air. I don't have a foot on the ground. And <laughs> I like it up here, honestly. That's amazing. The reason, the reason why I ask is just because like, you know, Lindsay and I have talked to a lot of people about this question of what you're like as a kid. And I'm really resonating with you saying that you wanted the spotlight, but like you are also kind of shy. It's like you want the spotlight on your terms. That's exactly how I felt as a kid. And I'm a Leo, um, but I also have Libra in my chart. Um, But that's such a relatable feeling to be like, oh, I want the attention, but I'm going to be like in control of how it's coming to me my childhood this is hard to explain I feel like it's in kind of like an amber it's like in a honey amber it's like a very nice golden mm-hmm. hue that's how yeah. I see my childhood I'm I think whatever we're going to talk about American Girl playing with dolls whatever really comes from the fact that I was able to be whoever I wanted even as a child even as a kid in Catholic school my parents let me be whoever I wanted to be. And that really, I look around at my life now and I am thankful every day. Not to be like <laughs> such a cheese ball on the first question, but I just want to, I just want to like disclaim that like, I don't think that I would be here. I don't think I would be like funny and good hearted, good natured if like my parents didn't let me be whoever I wanted to be. So that's right. what I'll say. Wow, that is really beautiful. And it just sounds like your childhood was just such like a warm and loving and nurturing place. And I'm really happy that you had that experience and, you know, formed into the person you became today and had all that positivity. That's incredible. Wow. I really didn't think that I was going to go sappy on that question, but um, <laughs> it was, it was kind of giving, it was kind of giving sap. It was kind yeah, of, kind it. of Sapsville. Honestly, yeah, like, yeah that, I, that was my childhood. Yeah. I mean, I feel like so many conversations surrounding American Girl in general do venture into that territory. It's so sentimental. I think why I'm waffling is like why I think why I have a hard time and I'm like stumbling over my words is because I think sometimes people don't have good childhoods yeah. and I, I don't want to be like, I had the best childhood ever, but it was pretty nice. So 
Yeah. Aside from being like confused about being a little gay kid, but that's like a totally different (laughs) can of worms, right? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, I feel like, you know, what I think about American Girl and childhood is like part of like what informs some of my best memories of childhood is like that my, you know, my parents like were so, you know, supportive of, you know, getting me American Girl and like letting me take the books out of the library and like getting me the dolls for Christmas. And it like really encouraged like a lot of like play and hobbies that have translated to different things today. But I think what you're saying, Harry, is all like in line with like, you know, because you you had this freedom and American Girl was part of that. You can see how it translated to your personality today. Right. And, you know, we've had guests come on who might not have had the best childhood experience and they related to American Girl in a totally different way, right? Like that's when you're learning about the world and interactions and bringing yourself into a different place that's unlike what you're experiencing now and using AG as like a different form of understanding the world around you. So I think, you know, everyone's childhood experience obviously is different, but American Girl is the constant in that and it acts as a safe place. As you're saying this, I'm like, imagine our lives without American Girls. And then it goes to, I don't think we could have experienced lives without American Girls because I think somebody would have come along and made it happen. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it needed to happen. We were at a place where like the world was advancing, technology is happening and we needed to like look back and like teach ourselves about history. Right. Right. It was... (laughs) It was literally like a natural disaster, but it wasn't a disaster. It was a positive. Like it, we were due for it. Like it was, it was the we earthquake that American hit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They were bound to happen. <laughs> Pleasant Roland knew what she was doing. She really did. Well, Harry, let's get into how you got into American Girl. What was your earliest memories of, you know, becoming aware of what American Girl was and how did you start to foster your interest? I had a best friend named Ruthie and she had an older sister and her older sister had some American Girl dolls. And I think we were playing with her sister's dolls or she had a bitty baby or something. It was at Ruthie's house. She had this big blue house. And I just remember knowing that Barbie existed and Barbie was one thing, but I Mm -hmm. saw the American Girl dolls, and they had these elaborate outfits. And I was like, who is she? Where did she come from? Let's play with her. And I think from there, that was probably when I was six or seven, a funny memory. Like I said, I was a good kid. And there was an American Girl Samantha doll in the school library at my little Catholic school. And she was just sitting on the shelf. And I was enamored by her. Like, I loved going to, we had a class in the library. I think it was just called library or something, (laughs) but we had a class (laughs) and I would, no matter what the teacher was talking about, I would just stare at that Samantha doll. And one day, this was kindergarten. I took Samantha's purse. She had the little pink purse (laughs) and I took the purse and I brought my best friend Libby who went to school with me. We met in kindergarten. I brought her behind the cubbies and I was like, look what I have. And I opened my hand and it was the Samantha purse. <laughs> I have never <laughs> stolen anything since. Like, <laughs> like 
dead ass. We've never <laughs> stolen anything since. That was in oh 1999 or something. I've never stolen anything since. That was like the guiltiest thing that I've ever done. Wow. I had to have, but that just goes to show like I, the one thing I've ever stolen in my life was Samantha's purse from the American girl sitting in the library. That is so wholesome. <laughs> Incredible. I also love like <laughs> the the drama of like, you know, pulling your friend aside to show that you had this item right? and, you know, the significance that it was that it was having. That's so funny. I love that, that is, story. That's so funny. <laughs> I wonder what Libby's reaction was. Was she like, put it back or was she like happy for you and <laughs> supportive you know what I honestly that memory in my mind doesn't even really include her as much as <laughs> it includes the fact that I stole that little purse <laughs> I don't even know how I did it how did I do it why was I alone in the library long enough to steal the purse I would have had to be like oh I forgot something as a kindergartner no I couldn't have I don't I don't know how I did it that it was the height so of the ages funny uh Harry that reminds me of the first thing I ever stole and really the first and only and I think I probably mentioned this on the podcast long long time ago but in second grade I stole a can of glitter from like the art supplies in our classroom. But not only did I steal it, I stole it and I dumped it in my backpack. Like no way. Just I it wasn't just even dumped. usable. Just I just dumped, dumped the entire thing in my backpack as a form of stealing. <laughs> it's a band glitter. of thieves back then. <laughs> Honestly. Oh my gosh. Laura, do you have any Yeah, Laura, stories? what did you steal? I don't think I ever stole anything, but this is almost worse. I definitely like, and I can think of two occasions that this happened. I feel like I manipulated another kid in kindergarten to giving, to like switching with me um, a present. So it was like around holiday time. I think like I had gotten a Christmas present or like she, and she had gotten a Hanukkah present and I was like, and hers was like this mermaid Barbie that had a color changing tail, I believe. Ooh. And I had said like, oh, well, you know, what if we switched for like a week and like <laughs> I brought it home for one day, the color changing tail Barbie. I don't know what I was offering her, but it was not a fair trade. She was getting crap from me. Um <laughs> She got one navel orange and a button. (laughs) Literally, literally. She got like one of those finger traps probably from me. (laughs) Um, But uh, her mom called my mom like that day. And like imagine being a mom and like you've just like worked like a nine hour day. like (laughs) And like you come home and like a parent from your kid's school is like your daughter um basically swindled my daughter <laughs> into excuse me why is my daughter playing with a finger trap right now <laughs> where is her barbie <laughs> so that's, that's almost good. that's almost worse than stealing because it's a little a little bit malicious it's a little bit maniacal <laughs> um, but I had to do what I had to do and um, I could totally see that happening with American Girl stuff because it was so coveted when we were kids. Like, and if someone had it, like you were really wanting to to play with it. But Harry, how did you acquire your first doll? Who was the first to enter the collection and how did you come by them? 
I think some people don't realize that I like actually fully played with American Girl dolls. I think some people might see my content or costumes or whatever and be like, oh, he's just like a dude who, you know, likes American Girls. But like, like I had like, I don't even know. I, I tried listing them for you guys because you had sent over like a, mm-hmm. like how, who did you have? And I was like trying to figure it out. But the first one was Bitty Baby and it was just the stock Bitty Baby. It was like, yeah, it had like blonde, like a blonde bald head and like blue eyes. And it came in a little teal onesie. So if you are a 94 listener, you would recognize the teal onesie. It, this was like an aqua, like almost like velvety little yeah, onesie. It was so velour. cute. Velour, very, yeah. Very of the time. Like we had velour tracksuits and velour Bitty Baby onesies. <laughs> well, I think Bitty Baby kind of cycled through her onesies like a lot. Honestly, Bitty Baby was like kind of male to me. Like Bitty Baby is like a boy in a weird way. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, to me, I was always like, this little bald boy. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting you say that. We've talked about that with several guests too. And Bitty Baby is so ambiguous. I had Bitty Baby as well. And honestly, like thinking back, I consider my Bitty Baby a boy. That's name was most likely Caitlin. And Caitlin. Interesting. Yeah, I love that name growing up. Did your Cute. Bitty Baby have a name? I couldn't tell you. I don't think, I think Baby Baby is just one of those things that I just like didn't name. Yeah. Like it wasn't, like it it never like clicked. Probably like Baby or something. But my first doll was Kit Kit Ridge. I had Mm -hmm. been looking at the catalogs and then Kit came out and I was like, okay, her. Yeah. Do you remember what drew you to her? Probably just the fact that she was like so cute and like the freckles and her pink dress. I think she was like very... She seemed very girly, and obviously that's, like, what I was after playing with the dolls. Yeah. Um, She's so cute. Even to this day, I'm like, okay, the cutest. (laughs) Also, also she's kind of the most contemporary. Oh, I guess Molly would have been the most contemporary. But, like, it was, like, giving contemporary. Yeah. She wasn't in a full, like, you know, she wasn't in, like, a Felicity dress. She was like, oh, Mm -hmm. like, I know her. Fair enough. I mean, Kit has so much appeal to her. She, you know, is the first historical doll that had shorter hair. So immediately she looked different and her clothes were on the more modern-ish side of things. I mean, of course there's Molly, but I feel like there was more of like a relatability to Kit. Like Kit was cool. Kit gives off a modern vibe way more than Molly does, I think. Like, Mm -hmm. and I I don't know if that's like her little haircut, if it's like that her outfit seemed a little bit more fun. Um, I I just think that like Kit was like such a game changer though when she launched because we had been so used to seeing like the long hair dolls or braided dolls. And it's like, she's coming in, she wants to be a journalist. She's got freckles and she's got an adorable bob. And those were all it, things it, that appealed. It could have just been like, honestly, the catalog. There's like certain catalog covers that stick out in my mind. And I want to say there was a catalog of just Kit's face. But there was also a catalog of a girl that looked like Kit holding Kit. And she was wearing Kit's outfit and like maybe reading to her or something. Mm-hmm. And that girl, whoever she was, wherever she is now, she got a lot of like Kit airtime. Like I think yeah. she was like <laughs> the Kit that they used for like a couple catalogs. Like she had like 
a six page spread in like American Girl catalog. <laughs> uh, we gotta yes. track her down, Laura. <laughs> I know we we've Guys, had that would be that would be a fun one for you. Have you talked to any of the girls that have modeled for the catalogs? Yeah, we had an episode with Carly Eldridge, who in the '90s modeled with American Girl. She was on the cover of the magazine. And then they also worked with her for the cover of the catalog and pages within the catalog as well. She had modeled them several times over and would like spend like a month in Wisconsin shooting with AG. Yeah. That is so cool. It was really cool to hear her experience. I was at the American Girl Chicago store and we left and went next door to like the Ralph Lauren Polo restaurant. And Uh I remember having the catalog and I was like fresh out of the American Girl store, right? So the waiter comes by and he picks up the catalog and he goes, she was just eating here the other day. And <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sitting in the same spot that the American Girl catalog cover girl was sitting. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was starstruck just to be there, like eating a burger. In her, Seriously. In the, in the spot that she was eating a burger. Yeah. So you grew up, Outside of Chicago? Yes. I grew okay. up in the suburbs outside of Chicago. Ah, a prime location for going to the AG flagship. Do you have strong memories of going to the store growing up? I remember vividly. I All of these, I'm like, I remember vividly. Like, my vivid <laughs> memories. I'm, I'm giving them all into, into this microphone right now. But I was, like, in the kitchen and my mom was like, guess where you're going today? And I was like, where? She was like, you've never been there before, but you've always wanted to go. And I was like, the zoo? And she was like, you've been to the zoo. And I was like, um... And she was like, the American Girl place. And I went with my friend Libby and her friend Kiara and their moms. And they took us down. And I remember being in the store and going up to one of the workers and saying, excuse me, are there going to be American boys one day? Yeah. And so here we are, you know, today in 2023. And of course, there are American boy dolls. I haven't gotten one yet. I want to get one and make it look like me and take a Christmas card photo with it. But it's just like, I need to plan that out because um, I wanted to get one in like November, but I didn't have time. I want to get one of these American girl creators on Instagram. I don't know if you guys are aware of like the huge amount of American Girl doll like photographers and like customizers there are definitely (laughs) but I want to like get one of the American boy dolls and send it off to one of these like customizers and make it look exactly like me and then like have it wear the same outfit it's funny that you bring up those like customization accounts because we we follow a few of them and some of them are so awesome. Like what they're able to do is really cool. I also love that some of them are just like yassifications of literally American girl dolls. It's like, okay, but what if Felicity had lashes? Like <laughs> they have <laughs> like eyeshadow. big plump lips and like big like eye makeup and like they're wearing little euphoria outfits. And I'm like, okay, like I see the vision. <laughs> I've definitely used pictures from those accounts to like make memes for sure. Yes. Oh my God. It's so great. And Harry, if you were going to get your American boy doll, do you think you'd want to go to the store and have the experience of getting him? Or do you think you'd like get him online so you can get him as close to looking like you as possible and then send him off? So here's the thing. The 
amount of boys they have understandably is very small and they have Mm -hmm. like um I think they have like three shades and the white one is blue-eyed blonde-haired so I'm like that's not me because I'm like brown-haired hazel eyes if we want to if we want to be specific if you squint I could look like the like blonde-haired one but (laughs) The other thing is that the American Girl of the Year a couple years ago, maybe more than a couple now, Tenny, I think it was. She was mm-hmm. like the country star. She like came with a boyfriend. And I want to say that was the first American boy, was the boy named... Oh, right. Lo- Logan. Logan. Yes. Logan looks more like me than the customizable boys that you can get. You can't yeah. really do anything with them. You can't change their eye color. I don't think. I feel like I've yeah. tried and I feel like the boy options are literally like you can choose your skin color. That's it. Mm. So I would order a Logan from eBay, which I've looked at before and I just like haven't done because I honestly like don't have the space for like more. Oh. oh my gosh. Well, I hope that you get to add Logan to your collection soon because, you know, we need an update. We need this Christmas card for holiday 2023. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it for sure. <laughs> That's oh so my fun. Gosh. <laughs> now, going back to um, your collection growing up, would love to hear more about the wardrobe that you had for your dolls. Were you more into the historical collection or were you indulging in the more modern outfits? I definitely think I had more of the modern girl of today outfits. Mm-hmm. And I really liked... Honestly, just the cute ones, I feel like I, I mean, they were all cute. There was like a sweet spot and I feel like it was like 2001 to like 2004. Mm-hmm. There was a really great period of like girl of today outfits that were just so cute. But like, I remember, you remember the painting outfit where it was like overalls with paint splatters all over them? I think I and vaguely then, like, remember this. Yeah. And then I really loved the girl of today outfit. They had a bunch of great outfits. Those outfits, like whoever made the girl of today, like meet outfits, the ones that the dolls come in. There was one, and I'm looking at this catalog from 2001, and it seems to be like the the outfit of that year. I think they change probably every like two or three years, maybe. Mm-hmm. That sounds yep. about right. But it's this like, urban outfit i'm holding it up i know you guys listening can't see but it's the red vest kind of navyish skirt with the dark green messenger bag comes with little chopsticks you can put in the hair a watch a little a little version of the american girl magazine gray socks navy mary janes and a striped hooded shirt something about that outfit spoke to me and, and I got a girl of today, but I got the outfit that came after that one, which was like kind of, kind of dookie. It was kind of just like not. Was that like was a green one... skirt with like a purple sweater? Yes. It it was like these like weird, like green tights mm-hmm. and this like, or purple tights and this, these like kind of like ugly little purple zip up shoes. And this, the shirt had like a ribbon that you would tie. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was cute, but it wasn't like the cutest. And I just remember being like, yeah. why didn't that outfit have stayed? And I finally <laughs> got that outfit because I won a raffle at the opposing Catholic school. And this is like trauma vibes, not actually, but 
<laughs> they called my name that I had written on the slip of paper. Yeah. But they said they said Mary Hill because they assumed that like, oh, it's not Harry. It's going to be Mary, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was like, oh, my God, wait, that's me. But they said my name wrong. This is like a Catholic school gymnasium full of like families and people. Yeah. And I just won the American Girl doll. And all the other little girls are like, why is a boy winning this? And I was like, I, I just remember feeling so like, I was like, I want to accept my prize. And I did, obviously, but I was like, felt like dirty and weird about it. Oh but she God. was wearing that outfit. Uh, uh, wait, how old were you when that happened? Probably like, let's see, 2001, 2002, probably like seven, eight. Okay. I want to say I stopped yeah. like fully like coming home after school and playing with them in like third or fourth grade. So like mm. nine or 10. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really have no idea. What if I was 13? You guys, what if I was like, <laughs> what if I was 16 years Fair. old and I was like, yeah, I stopped playing with them when I was like 17. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm glad that you won the raffle because you got to experience that outfit. That's the outfit that my girl of today came in and for me I remember seeing it and just being like this is exactly how I want to dress like that's why I loved it so much I was like this is the outfit like they've hit the nail on the head here they don't make clothes like that for girls that age I was watching a TikTok the other day aka reading the news and this girl was (laughs) like we don't have that like in between level anymore you go from like little girl to like oh (laughs) right and American Girl really knew what that sweet spot was which was like you're gonna dress cute but you're not gonna be like wearing like a little mini skirt like you're gonna be like dressed your age and they should bring that back honestly that outfit was such a good cute little number that like wasn't you know it was cool it was yeah it was was like a cool outfit Totally. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, I never really thought about that, but it's so true. Like there is that like missing era. Like, there's no limited to dressing. Anymore. You literally go to Urban Outfitters and like Urban Outfitters is like, like we shop there in our twenties, right? Like it's not for like an 11 year old girl. Right. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing is that we need a Aeropostale renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> God. Truly, truly though, like we need something. <laughs> <laughs> something for the girls oh that or like a maybe like a delia's renaissance but uh, right but i'm nodding like i like ever went to delia's or like know what that is aside from like scans on instagram uh, talk about an iconic catalog but i do feel like um american girl was like and even if we look at the outfits that they have now versus then the what i see from like the girl of today outfits today is very like not what I would be interested in because it doesn't mm. read as like an outfit to me. It's like very like bright patterns, like lots of like legging play. I don't know, like the outfits that I feel like they had when we were kids, you know, besides the activity ones, which I feel like they still do a pretty good job with like making like sports and activity outfits today. It, it's like the day to day clothes, I think, is where. I wish that they were different now. Like they, they just seem like really loud and over the top. Like a lot of the well, girl of today stuff. They're selling to iPad babies, right? Like no iPad baby is going to want 
a simple little outfit, like a green sweater <laughs> and a plaid skirt. Like an iPad baby is going to need like the cotton candy American Girl doll hair with like right. the the weird crazy outfit. And, mm. you know, as much as I want to be like, they need to develop some taste. I'm like, these are, you know, the, these are the kids of the 2020s. And right if they if we're gonna get them to look away from the ipad and all the coastal melon <laughs> colors going on there we're gonna need to like make the brightest outfit possible right it's true it's the I... jojo seawification of america absolutely <laughs> totally <Right>. totally <laughs> and we had um an episode with bianca greer who was a visual merchandiser at an american girl store and we had an interesting conversation about this and what she saw while working at the store and that was that a lot of the customers that would come in, the little girls, they were not interested in the historical characters. They were drawn to the truly me's. And I think there, you know, there are so many benefits to the truly me collection, you know, identifying with a doll that looks like you is so important. But I think what connects myself and a lot of us out there to American Girl is that full 360 experience of American Girl as a brand with the catalog, the historic book element, and the events that they used to have, and all of these different ways that I don't know if the truly me is, you know, reaching that same level of interaction that we had in the 90s and early 2000s to like- I just think- Will there be a podcast 20 years from now from someone who really loved AG in the same way? Or was it more fleeting, like whatever random toy you grew up with, where you didn't have a strong emotional attachment to it? Well, I think everything you're saying with the books and the events and the stores being immersive experiences were like the glue that held it all together and made it mm-hmm. so successful. And it kind of justified the price, right? Because they right. were very expensive, but they also were teaching tools and like not yes. to, you know, not to sound like a total like, you know, scientist, but like I really credited American Girl with making me more interested in history than I would have been if I never played with them, never picked them up. In the biggest way I could ever tell you, like reading, I remember when American Girl had those books that were like, they, it was like a kind of like a kid's almanac or like thesaurus of like the time period for each doll. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have those books? That's the one I got you for <laughs> Christmas, Lindsay. <laughs> exactly. Like the Samantha's those, World or Josefina's yes, World. They were, oh those, my goodness. I would pour over those like... I would take those out from the library every week. Like, and I would always be like, you guys, did you know that they used to crack eggs in your hair to make it shiny? Like I was so all about like the different times. And I just think kids today, there's not a screen on these dolls' faces. I feel like I I sound like such a boomer. I think what it tells me is that like, if they're engaging with history, they're doing it they have other ways to do it that's not necessarily through a doll or a book. It probably hasn't gone away, but it's definitely like being entertained in a different way. Like they're mm-hmm. they're not they're they have more outlets to explore than we did. I mean, I would have literally like exploded as a child if if all of the things that are available today like if someone showed me an iPhone as a 6-year-old, I would have like literally combusted. Um, right. <laughs> so so like I'm grateful that 
that like it was like this for us because I feel like what is missing is that you get exposed to things that you didn't know necessarily that you would be interested in. And it's through looking at like those, you know, historical deep dive books or just reading the American Girl novels and stuff where you're like, oh, I wasn't like specifically looking for a heartfelt, wonderful story about a girl growing up in the American Southwest during the 1820s. But I picked up Josefina and now I'm like extremely interested in learning about that time period. Like there was a lot of opportunity for discovery, I feel like. And it was niche. Like Mm -hmm. it wasn't. And I think that's why we're talking today. That's why we're here on this podcast because it was niche and you could connect with people. I mean, we're the first like adults to come out of this era of having them as kids. Mm -hmm. Right. So it, it makes sense that we've, gathered here tonight to reminisce and like whoever is listening with a kid that is sharing American Girl with them like thank you and like yeah you get a a parent award because like there's so much fun I know I hope that if I have kids one day that it's gonna be something that they're open to exploring and um you know I think just like just like anything it's really it's really about like the kids specifically. Like I'm sure there are some kids yeah. that would be that are very into it um still, but I look forward to seeing also like how the brand changes. And I think, you know, we've talked about this at length with our guests, but I think that with this resurgence of people who are adults revisiting American Girl, there's going to be an opportunity for Mattel to meet that audience where they're at so hopefully they get a hustle on that because I'm kind of surprised they haven't done more already but I think that there's a lot of untapped potential that we might start to see more callback to the nostalgia that we're having I know that they made some like video game-esque component to the newer like truly me dolls I think there's like a you get a code and it's kind of like webkins where you like put your code in and and then you have like a virtual virtual version of the doll so maybe that's a way to bridge the the doll to iPad baby pipeline Mm, (laughs) that would be really cool I would love like a historic doll component of that I would be logging on to play that like I would love like a little a little RPG like Samantha uh, choose your own adventure game or something <laughs> would love that <laughs> oh, it would be so amazing um well harry speaking of the books did you have a series that you felt like you connected to more than maybe some of the others was there one character's books that you were drawn to i think i will say kit or samantha it's funny because i make a lot of jokes and references to Samantha probably the most like and I know that she is kind of if we're talking like in pop culture Samantha is kind of like the poster girl of American Girl Dolls would you guys agree yes I would agree with that for sure Mm -hmm. and I think um growing up I don't know if I recognized Samantha's greatness but now I love her and I think her books being a little bit more on the glamorous side, like having Grand Mary and Uncle Guard. And like her summer story was like about her saving, I mean, all of them saved the day, but like Samantha's was like, 
she was away like up in the Catskills and she saved the boat and like I I really liked that but I liked Kit's desire to be like a journalist and like a little snoop and and get to know the characters of her parents boarding house so I would say Kit final answer <laughs> yeah I think I think I read like one or two of Kit's books but I'm very interested in the time period so I'd love to go back and reread them I'd love to go back and reread all of them because I feel like there's something to take from all of them that's like you'd be like oh I did not even like get this when I was a kid right I read I read every single one of the books full stop like all I did when I was a kid was read my parents would be like Harry put the book down like (laughs) it's all I did yeah it's all I wanted to do have you revisited any of them recently uh I got a kid doll for this Halloween costume because my OG like kit doll from when I was a kid is like back home in my parents' house and I wanted like a fresh one. So I got yeah. one off of eBay so that the <laughs> costume would really pop. And she came with the book and I kind of like started flipping through it. And what I rediscovered that I had forgotten about was that in the opening pages of the book, they have portraits of all the characters. Yep. Like painted and I was like wait Kit's dad is like come on yep <laughs> what was his name again his name is on the tip of my tongue was it like I'm just I don't even want to say it because I would just be like projecting it would be like a Freudian slip let me see I was gonna say it's something like really old-timey like jock or something <laughs> I was gonna say trip okay but, like okay his name's Jack okay Jack but, like <laughs> Laura, that was really close. <laughs> no offense, oh, but whoa. like wood. Yeah, I'm showing confirmed. them a picture. Wood, it's like literally wood. But Kit is so Kit is so cute. Like I just like yeah. There is something so thoroughly modern, Millie, about her. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I know she she's definitely like got the sauce and all of the girls have the sauce in some way but I think that like for a lot of people from our era Harry like she really had the sauce okay so each doll had a little like tagline and Kit's was um let me see I know that Molly's was like a girl with her pie ideas that were like pie in the sky something about pies in the sky (laughs) okay it says meet Kit. Kit Kitridge is a clever, resourceful girl growing up in 1934 during America's Great Depression. Okay, so clever, resourceful. Um, she, yeah, Kit, Kit Kitridge really just like is, she was the moment. Yeah, she really, really was. Are there any dolls that you are hoping to add to your collection um, besides an American boy doll in the near future? whoever I dress up for as Halloween next. And honestly, like I said, I have like too many dolls in my like New York apartment that are just like in the closet. And I don't want to put them Fair. in the closet, right? I want to yeah. like, I think sometime down the road, whenever I have like a house or space big enough to like showcase them in a way that's not weird. Mm-hmm. Like, have you guys seen the episode of Sex in the City where Stanford brings goes back to the, the guy's house and there's a bunch of dolls on the bed? Yes. 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 I am like, <laughs> like I don't want to be that guy, and I'm like, tr- like I'm trying to date. I haven't, I haven't been dating in the past couple months just because I've been like 
literally girl bossing, but I'm like, okay, if I like am dating someone, like obviously they're gonna know that I like American girls, but like I don't want to be the guy with like dolls on the bed, you know what I mean? So not immediately. I'm not itching to like <laughs> to I'm not itching to bring anybody here because like she'll just sit in the closet. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. But I actually like when I went to I went to the American Girl place before the New York Times article. So it was the New York Times article was like February 2021. Mm-hmm. So this would have been summer of 20 no February 2022. So I went in the summer of 2021 and they were so nice and they we were at American Girl and we got like a grand tour of the store it was great I went with my friend Serena and they were like oh and you can like feel free to take a doll home and the historical girls were all on display it was like the 35th anniversary collector's edition line and I picked Molly because I have never had Molly and I was like let's Let's see what's up with Molly. And I think I'm going to be her for Halloween. Don't tell anybody. Ooh. Oh, we'll cut, we'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can leave it in. Your listeners can know. It'll, it'll be okay. like our secret. It'll be yeah. a secret our, with all of we, everybody We have listening. the exclusive. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, it. God. That's what dreams are made of. Going to the American Girl store and having them tell you you can pick whatever doll you want. But I do. I do. I do relate Harry a little bit because I'm also dating and like finding the right time to bring up that I have an American Girl doll podcast. Okay, wait. So I am curious about you guys and like dating. I feel like with straight couples, like a straight dude would probably be like, oh, cool. Like you're a girl, you have a doll, like great. Is it like that? Or are guys like, have you encountered any guys that were like, wait, what? Like, what is that? I'm trying to think of like, they've all been like embracing it in the moment. Like they've not like had like a negative response to it, which which just like kills the vibe though, is if I like say that I have the podcast and they're like, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, well, now I'm going to have to like explain it. And that's going to make it sound like even worse. (laughs) So I guess these dolls. Yeah. They're these dolls from when I was a kid. And they have stories and names and, and lives and they're real. Yeah. Well, it's hard to like explain it to someone who doesn't know about it like for the people who get it they get it but like when someone has like no concept of American Girl and like how captivating and special it is like it's hard to it's hard to have them like immediately connect to it Mm -hmm. do you guys do either of you have a doll in your rooms right now yeah so I have my Felicity I like found my Felicity in my parents attic Thankfully, I unearthed her after being up there for, I don't know, 20 plus years. And with like my husband, like American Girl had never come up and (laughs) he he wasn't familiar with it. He grew up in Germany and was not exposed to American Girl. Gutentag. Yeah, right. (laughs) So he, I think, had his first exposure to American Girl probably during the pandemic. Laura and I were meeting weekly over Zoom. First, we were doing this reality TV club, book club-esque meeting. And then that transformed into Laura and I talking about 
the catalog every week and going through every page of it. And my husband would like come in and out of the room and be like amazed that we are just talking for hours every week. And Harry, we went through the catalog over a four month span, three times. Like we meticulously went through every single page and we would talk about like one singular page for hours. And I'm going to have to go back and listen. We didn't even have a podcast at this point. Oh, so it's not recorded. It's not recorded. We were literally just exploring an interest at this point. I was like, oh, I'm so ready to like turn that on my Bluetooth. Oh my goodness. I I wish we had this recorded, but like it wasn't until we like wrapped up looking at the catalog for the third time when we were like, okay, we should move on. And at that point we actually moved on to watching every first episode of Real Housewives and we're calling them the meat episodes and we got through like two we watched like New York New Jersey then we're like we miss talking about American Girl so yeah, back to the dolls back to the yeah dolls. honestly <laughs> so that's kind of how our podcast came to be I think we started recording shortly after that point but my husband had no idea what American Girl was was I think kind of interested in the fact that like we had been talking about it every week but now is just like oh my god you do not need to purchase another american girl magazine like i have them just like everywhere but it's it's so fun to look at things from the past and i have my felicity with me because i plan to rewig her i don't know when it's going to happen but her hair is in a really choppy shoulder length lob right now and it's not cute and i bought her a wig on etsy that i am hopefully one day going to actually do but i feel like again i've been talking about this for like a solid year now so we'll see if it actually happens it's hard to it's hard to get the ball rolling sometimes with like doll right? upkeep because it's like so it's so like hobbyist right like it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's not it's not like it's pressing and sometimes when things aren't right. pressing they kind of fall by the wayside but that is so cute. Literally an American girl and a German boy walk into a bar. <laughs> and I see it's that so like cute. a lot of the original clothing for American girl was made in West Germany. And I want to explore this a bit. Tea. Like, you could see it like on the tags. It's from West Germany, which is interesting, cool. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's random. Very Especially random. because like, yeah, it was during East and West Germany period, right? which like the distinction is very important there. But to answer your question, Harry, I don't have any dolls. My parents gave all mine away. But recently, my dad, oh, my God, (laughs) my dad, I'm not actually I still have the Biddy twins. I found them. Um, (laughs) But they're not my blonde. blonde. Nice. Because I was, you know, living an escapist fantasy. But uh, my dad, like, keeps in touch with the neighbors that we gave it to and so I made him like start a text thread with them about going into their attic and looking and they found Kaylee and they found Kaya so I'm I want to just like get my old ones back and maybe like go through the process of sending them in to someone on Instagram who can like restore them but I feel the same way you do where it's like I don't have room and I don't want them to just sit in a closet but I also like don't really have the balls to have them on like display for like my hinge dates to come over and see so right it's because I think it's like it is like it is weird for someone if they're not like a doll head to just Mm -hmm. like have a doll in the room like my ex-boyfriend was like 
my American girl was like in the room. Like, I don't know. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like, get them, get them out of there. Like, it's kind of like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Especially because like, if you're also like not into dolls, like seeing a doll could be jarring. Like I know plenty of people who like do not like the sight of a doll. Totally. People are freaked out by dolls. I think it's so, it's so funny for me. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't mind if like Kit was like standing at the foot of my bed at 3 (laughs) a.m. Honestly. I know. I'd be like, she's she's cute. She's on a case. Yeah. She's snooping. She's giving. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and Harry, going back a second. So, you had mentioned that you were invited to the AG store for the thirty fifth anniversary, and we typically ask our guests if they've had experiences going to any AG events, any fashion shows, tea parties, any of these like branded events, which. Of course, we'd love to hear from you if you did attend, but you have such a unique experience in going to a current AG PR event. I am specifically thinking of um, the launch for the Stony Clover Lane collab, which Laura and I were just uh, like drooling over your Instagram stories, which included the Samantha Bow station and the cookies. Could you just tell us a little bit about this event so we could all just live through you on this? That event was insane and so much fun. And one of those moments where like, it's like an out of body experience. It's it, you guys, they took, <laughs> a, they took a coffee shop downtown in Tribeca and turned it literally into historical doll fantasy land. There was Uh. dolls everywhere. They had all the historical dolls everywhere. If you guys don't know, Stony Clover Lane is a really cute line of customizable like nylon bags, pouches. They're so cute, highly recommend. They're kind of like American Girl in the same way that they're like expensive. So it makes sense that they collabed because it's Mm -hmm. very, it was very like, you know, posh vibe, but it was so much fun. And they actually were like, okay, um, pick out a pouch and pick out a doll. And I was like, hyped <laughs> on like my matcha latte that had like Kirsten's face on it. And I was like, um, <laughs> Felicity. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I've just been like, the dolls are stacking up because I just like, <laughs> literally... <laughs> Yeah. I'm just, you know, blessed beyond measure. Yeah. But that event was so much fun. And um, the president of American Girl came up to me at that event. And that was crazy. She was like, I've seen your costume, like it's something, <gasps> maybe something about her daughter or something. Again, I was like pinching myself. Oh, my God. And I was like the president of American Girl. It wasn't Pleasant Roland, not the founder. Right. The, the right. current president. The current mm-hmm. sitting president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Like, I was like, holy shit. Like, the president of American Girl knows who I am, likes my stuff, isn't weirded out, doesn't think that I'm, like, a total kook, isn't threatened by me or, like, whatever. She, and I think, because there's a couple, there's, like, a slew of popular American Girl meme accounts that kind of rose in the last couple years because Mm -hmm. um, American Girl memes had a really big, like, burst. And I was talking to one of the girls who runs Hell City Merriman. I was just asking her about like the logistics of her account because I'm like, have y'all gotten cease and desist from American Girl? And it it's kind of like a don't ask, don't tell because American Girl benefits from 
people circulating images of the dolls kind of like it's kind of like all press is good press right and I think that like I said we're the first era of adults that grew up with American Girl so like there is a market for like rediscovering and like nostalgia and poking fun at the dolls that we used to love so much and so I was very interested because I'm always like are they gonna like whenever I post American Girl stuff I know what it looks like like I'm a 6'3 gay guy dressed as Kit Kitridge like I know what it looks like I was taking pictures outside on the Upper East Side for my Kit Kitridge costume and this woman walks by she's like oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. She comes back like five minutes later with her daughter and her husband. And she's like, hi, can you just like show my daughter that you like look like the doll? And I fished the doll out. And she was, the little girl was literally like. Oh my goodness. <laughs> mouth open. And the husband was like, you did a really good job. And I was like, thank you. You don't say. Wow, that's incredible. That's so awesome. That's so validating. It's great. It's I'm glad that they're aware of the impact that they're having on, you know, the older audience, too. I think that's so validating. Right. And I'm glad that they're, you know, I'm really glad that they're not freaked out. Like I said, I'm like, I'm such a role follower. I really I'm a Libra. I I don't want to like step on any toes. And it's definitely been something like that I think about whenever I'm posting up with American Girl stuff. I'm like, I don't want them to like, but no, it's been really, it's been really good. Like I'm in the American Girl DMs, like they'll repost me on their story. If like I post something that's like child safe. (laughs) That's incredible. Yeah. So it's good. It's, 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 it's great. And I actually saw the president on that breeze side months ago, right before Halloween. And really, I was like, yeah, she and she like, she like called out to me and I didn't, I didn't realize she was like talking to me. And then she was like, Harry, and I took out my AirPod and I was like, hello. And then I recognized and I was like, oh my gosh, hi. And she was like, what are you doing on that breeze side? I was like, I live here. And she was like, me too, just down the street. And I was like, no way. And then I was like, I'm going to be Kit Ridge for Halloween, by the way, just letting you know first. And she was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And then she said like oh like I really should look into like getting the costumes like licensed and I was like miss if you let me be your millennial consultant I would love to make it happen for spirit Halloween if the girls and their friends could just go to spirit Halloween and get a quick last minute Kirsten dress like it would be so cute and obviously like there's a part of me that wants like a sexy kit costume, but like, <laughs> all, we can start with like bare bones. Wow. Like all you, they're simple costumes. And if you just make them like with the same patterns, that goes mm-hmm. a long way. Like I, the kit carriage skirt is like the same fabric blown up to be human scale. So like, that was like a huge, like I didn't just wear a floral skirt. Like mm-hmm. it was the kit carriage pattern. Precise. Like I was very like with the Samantha costume, I just did like my mom made it, bless her heart. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I was just like mom, like maroon, maroon plaid. I know my can you believe my mom? That's what I'm saying. That's what I was literally like. I wanted to be like a disclaimer, like I would not be here if like my mom wasn't like down for the 
down to clown. You know what I right. mean? So that is incredible. Wait, how did you obtain the kit fabric? So I was on a podcast with Sydney Paulson, who uh, is love um, Sydney. <laughs> yeah, she she's an amazing American girl photographer. She actually just had some photos in the American girl catalog. I was so, I was so excited for her. Such a cool moment. Like I was just like over the moon for her, but I went on her podcast and at the end we like stopped recording and we were just like chatting. And I was like, you know, I'm being kick coverage for Halloween. Like, do you guys happen to know where I could get some kit fabric? And she was like, no way. I, I just like ordered some from this place. Like I'm sure the girl still has like the fabric and she could like make you some. So I ordered six yards. I was like, Sydney, let's do this right now. I like, let me know. I'll Venmo you like six yards, please. And thank you. And she sent it to me. And then I got um, this guy to make me the skirt. Um, And the rest is her story. It was, (laughs) it was so much fun. So I think every year my goal is to just like keep getting more and more and more precise. Yes. Um, wow. Un- until I become the doll. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, until they make a Harry Hill doll. <laughs> Guys, that costume, like, I don't, I, I should tally it up and like see how much I spent on it. But like the hair, I brought in like a wig maker. Like I went to Sally Hirschberger. She like sat what? me in a chair. She like we she sent me like colored wigs before to see which color I would like. And then I sat in the chair and she styled it, like did the kit styling, like hot brushed it or whatever you do so that it would like stay. And then um I got colored contacts and the shoes were really hard because where do you find white men's shoes? My feet are size 12. They're way too big for like, you know, women's. I bought like four pairs because I was panicking. The sweater, I found the exact, I don't even know how I found it, you guys. Like, I don't even know how I found it. I don't even know, but it was the exact color. And that was the thing that I was like most nervous about because I had the skirt. So um, if anybody listening, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go look at my Instagram and you'll see this costume. I'm very proud of it. Um, Yes. I mean, it's flawless. it's incredible. I have never seen a better Halloween costume. We will repost because everybody needs to be aware of it if they're not aware. And like, you can really see the details like are so well thought out here. I mean, the hair is perfect down to like the length of the little flip and where it like hits on your shoulder. Like it's so perfect. So the people need to see Truly, if they haven't already, I, I will just say that I posted a TikTok and um, it's set to "Vigilante Shit" by Taylor Swift. <laughs> Mid- Midnight's had like just come out right before Halloween, right? And that was like a trending sound, so I made a little TikTok to it, and Billie Eilish liked it. So no, just, just saying wow. that like Billie Eilish has seen the Kit Ridge costume. Oh my god. Just, wow. Just a, just a fun fact. That's incredible. That is so absolutely incredible. Incredible. How does your American Girl content perform? Because you're not only posting about American Girl with your content. People go absolutely, like, it's my best performing content of the year when I do my yeah. like, Halloween moment. Um, and like I said, I'm trying to, like, it's, it's, 
a weird place to be like I'm 28 it's a weird place to be kind of like trying to be dating trying to be trying to like find my like mature footing and then also kind of like calling back to American Girl a lot so I do kind of um try not to make my feed totally American Girl but like when my American Girl content hits like it hits and I will say I do have an upcoming American Girl content moment I need to do it I bought an American Girl head off of eBay and I'm going to make a chia pet out of the head <laughs> oh my god! Oh that is incredible it, it will require me to scalp her so like <laughs> that is the part where like par- part of me wants to make this like dramatic reel where I like put up a sheet and you like hear like <laughs> the noises and like it's like the like, like right but I also don't want to be like freaky and weird about it but I also do so it's like I'm trying to figure out <laughs> if I should just like show it and then like you know rip the hair off and right? try it or something but I think so that's, that that's prime TikTok content hey guys I bought a doll yeah. head off of eBay and I'm gonna tear her hair out so I can yeah. throw Chia oh out of her head you must that people is people want to see the full story the full reveal yeah. right <laughs> I know document that all I think like it's pretty unnerving to unwig the American girl that's kind of what's stopping me with Felicity like it's <laughs> the sound it's, alone it's harder than you would think it is <laughs> You know, I think it's like glued on, on there, but it's tough. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You know, I haven't even secure. tried it. It's still, it's sitting in a box. Like, I haven't even opened the box, but. Um, Do you know whose head it was? It was a blonde. It's it's giving Kirsten. It was like a blonde girl of today head. <laughs> but there's also like, you guys, there is my, I will just send random screenshots to my friends of me looking at like American Girl stuff on eBay because people will post the most insane stuff. It'll be like Molly single shoe and two hangers for $15. <laughs> And I'm like, who is going to no. buy that? But like, there are people trying to complete their collections. Like they will, they yeah. will buy them. So I also looked at like, this sounds so weird, but like doll limbs, because I want to make like a, like a little like coat rack. Like, would it be <laughs> weird if like, it was an American girl hand like sticking out of the wall mm-hmm. and you could like, hang your coat on it? Or is that freaky? Maybe it could be a key because it's small. So yeah, like, like it a could key be, like, holder. A... Mm. That would be, that would be so cute. Just like that. That would be really cute. I love that idea. That would be really cute. Food for thought. Put some bracelets. <laughs> put some bracelets on it. Oh my gosh. No, that would be so cute. That would be really cute. Now, Harry, something I'd love to dive a bit further into is your feature in the newspaper. As you shared, a New York Times story came out in February 2022, and it was centered around you and Serena Kerrigan, love her, dining at the AG Cafe in New York and kind of examining the nostalgia of AG and reconnecting with it as an adult. And I think I'm just curious, like how this opportunity came about. I am friends with, this is like the American girl thing, right? It connects you to everybody. And there's a creator named Sally Dar Griffin. She's like a very funny girl on TikTok. And she had been to the American girl place. The American girl place kind of was like a trend for a minute on TikTok. And Mm -hmm. She posted on her close friend's story that she was talking to somebody from the New York Times. And I kind of jokingly like responded to that story. And I was like, oh, like give my email. And she was like, oh my gosh, I will. 
And so she did. And so then I was talking to Shane who wrote the piece and I was like, my, me and my friend Serena went to the store over the summer. Like we love it. And then I was like, look, if you need pictures for your story, we will absolutely go back. No problem. (laughs) And he was like, let's just like, let's all go to the, let's all go to the cafe. And I was like, okay, bet when? And he was like, how about this Monday? And me and Serena kind of like dropped everything. We were like, let's go do this immediately. So we (laughs) went and there was a photographer. It was like, you guys dream come true. We each brought a couple of dolls they gave us like star service in the cafe like kind of before it opened there weren't people there it was like a rainy monday in january or february and there's lights set up and there's the photographer and the photographer's just like don't mind me i'm just going to be taking photos right classic photographer like don't like i'm just going to be like snapping photos like there's bright (laughs) lights but like pretend not to notice (laughs) and me and Serena are talking to Shane and they're bringing little, they brought out little cookies for us to like decorate. And it was like the best thing ever. And this article came out in print and the headline is you're never too old to meme with dolls. Mm-hmm. And it's a cute little article. It's just like, it starts off with like Harry Hill wears a Dior sweater to the American girl place on a rainy morning. And I was like, iconic. that's me. That's me. Like, right? here we go. Oh my gosh. Well, the amount of people that like sent me that article when it came out because like they knew that like I had this interest and whatever, like that article literally like rippled through my friend group, like nobody's business. (laughs) Honestly. And like Laura and I went to the cafe shortly after the article came out. I think you really inspired our first trip back there together. We went like the following week. We were very inspired and I'm sure many others were because we saw a lot of adults there that day. So many. (laughs) It's incredible. Oh my God. What was it like seeing that in print and online too? Like that's like the pictures look incredible. The story is amazing. Really captures the essence. It was insane and such a dream come true. Such a New York moment. Um, It was so much fun. I picked up 19 million copies and I went to the park (laughs) with my friend Kat and we just like walked around the park and kind of like kept flipping to the page that I was on and Serena was like in Florida at the time we FaceTimed and we both were like freaking out over the photos. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. It was kind of freaky being on the New York times Instagram page, you know, at a certain point I was just like, okay, yeah. I'm not reading the comments. Cause like people are like, mm. like, this is a space for kids. Like, da, da, da. and I was like, I, w- I wanted to be like, I hear you. Like, I know, like, don't worry. <laughs> like, I get it. But yeah. Um, Somebody did, there was this girl that made an article that was like, the headline was like, keep influencers out of the American Girl Place. And it was this whole like takedown article, but she weirdly was complimentary to me. Like she was like, at one point Hill says that the American Girl Place is like Disneyland for literary girls and gays, which I will be adding to my vocab. And I was like, honey, why are you writing a takedown of me, but also like trying to like jack my jargon? Like, right. What? I'm like, just like, I'm just like, honey, have fun with us. Like, it's not that deep. Like, right. Get over it. Also, the kids aren't doing it right. 
as as we've discussed, they're not appreciating on the level <laughs> that we are. <laughs> I mean, you know, there is like a conversation which is like, should American Girl have like happy hour nights? Like, should there be like a date night at American Girl? Like, it's New York City. Like, who wouldn't do that? Like, it would be packed. Yeah. I feel like but, there needs um, to be like a separate American girl for like our generation where A, there is a bar, but B, just bring back everything that we love and would relate to. Because I feel like the American girl store is like absolutely wonderful. But like Laura and I were strolling along through it and a lot of this stuff was new to us. The American girl that we remember just doesn't exist anymore. Is it time for a retrospective? Like, could we... Can we spearhead, like, I want, like, a walkthrough of, like, all the old items, like, in a mm-hmm. glass box. Like, Yes. A museum. Honestly, we need an AG museum. Seriously. We should, we should try to get that going. Honestly. People would absolutely donate. And they donate would their make... old, rare items. Yeah. And if right? they would, like, bring people in to do, like, talks, like, if they did, like, a panel or something, like, people would pay money to attend that. Oh, Absolutely. Um, Totally. And then, Absolutely. Yeah, have merch that you can take away that's like not a doll, but it's something that someone our age would still connect with. Totally. So much possibility. Yeah. Should we get into our last question here? Yes. All right. Hit well, me. Harry, Hit I'm me especially <laughs> I'm especially excited to hear your response to this question. And this is something that we ask all of our guests that come on to AGW, and that is what lasting impression did American Girl leave on you? The lasting impression that American Girl left on me is truly to be curious and have an open mind and an open heart. And I want to say something funny, but I really just think that like American Girl made me want to learn about people. And I am so grateful for that. And I know that sounds so cheese whiz, but it's so true. And I can't imagine not growing up with that curiosity. I can't imagine who I would be if I didn't want to learn about people, if I wasn't open to hearing people's stories. And I think that's what it is. I think American Girl gave me the gift of curiosity. Final answer. Oh, okay. I can say something funny really quick to like... (laughs) To like palate cleanse. <laughs> if the, oh, the listeners if are all want. like weeping. American <laughs> Girl. I also think it gave me the gift of curiosity. I think on the other hand, it made me materialistic in a way <laughs> that like is non-derogatory. Like I love mm-hmm. to shop and whatever, but like pouring over the catalogs and like pining over something like a physical item and being like I want that I want that getting it and then being like what's the next thing like I think that kind of really did like I would say I'm not materialistic in like a way that's like affects my life but like I'm sure if you like lined me up with my friends and you tried to like see who was like most materialistic I would probably be like the winner does that make sense yes no totally american girl exposed all of us i think to like curating a vibe and like the potential of like an aesthetic that 
you know, materialism goes hand in hand with. So I think you're, you're spot on. And I liked your heartfelt answer too, because curiosity is such a nice quality to have as a kid and as an adult. So. Right. I feel like we're all just like, we're all curious here. And I'm so glad that American Girl brought us together. Like, isn't that fun? It's so much fun. I I love that. Honestly, so much joy in it. I really loved your answers too, Harry. I feel like reading the books, getting into the lives of these girls and exploring different periods through history and finding these enjoyable moments in learning. You know, not every kid loves to learn and especially history and putting faces and characters to historic events and seeing what the day-to-day lives were of these characters really opens up a lot of minds for a lot of kids growing up. And I think that's why we connect with it so well. And on, you know, the other side, oh my God, I feel the same way. I mean, the catalog truly inspired, like, (laughs) you know, my, my love of shopping as well, like from the earliest age, like that was my first shopping experience and really like wanting items and dolls and clothes and, you know, circling things in the catalog and filling out the little order form in the catalog. Like I didn't necessarily get everything I wanted ever, but it's like that joy. Ah, I I love that. And I love that we're connecting about this today. And um, it's really special how much of an impact that American Girl has had on all of us that we, you know, want to continue talking about it and bringing it into our lives in so many different ways. Like you have really embraced AG in such a cool way and just sharing that joy with so many people. So we're glad to have connected with you today on it. It's been so much fun and we could talk about this for hours. So maybe we we do need to like be on the board of the American Girl Museum. It'll happen. Oh my goodness, right? um... (laughs) I would love to consult. Just bring me, I have always wondered what a consultant does. And I think this is my chance to find out, like bring us in as consultants. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) It's true. It's like like a nebulous term, right? A consultant. And it's like, (laughs) But it's a like, consultant. yeah, we, we could do this. We could be American yeah. Girl consultants. No problem. <laughs> I mean, we seem to know what we're talking about, you know. <laughs> for sure. For guys, sure. Really. So, Harry, do you have time for our little activities before we bid you farewell? Yes, please. Okay, perfect. Lindsay, take it away. Yeah. So, Harry, if you were to host a dinner party and invite two American Girl characters to dine with you for the evening and these could be the main girls this could be their family their friends whoever you'd like to invite you can invite their pets whoever it might be which two american girl characters are you inviting to dinner i'm like uh kid's dad and uncle guard <laughs> i love it Fair enough. no 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 no, more. I, no i would take kit and felicity to dinner that would be cute. That would be really. Let's go with that. That would be a really like, interesting it w- conversation. It would be like spunky and fun. Right? I agree. I feel like Kit would ask incredible questions to Felicity talking about the, goodness, the birth of our country as we know it. Um, that would be. And I feel like Felicity knows how to have a good time. Like something about yeah. her is giving like, she would be like, shots. Honestly, yes. she's a fun girl. She's spunky. I really love Felicity. She has my heart. I think they would bring out the best in each other conversation-wise, for sure. <laughs> totally. They're, they both, like, 
they're both on the hunt for like the answer. <laughs> yes. And so am I. Like right? I said, curiosity. I love it. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, my activity is you gave us a list of your favorite celebrities. Um, and we would love to know who you think Bella Hadid would have as a American girl if she had one. Maybe she did. I'd love for her to let us know. But who do you think she would have? I think Bella Hadid would have Kaya. And I think she would have Kaya because Kaya's like beautiful and stoic and a free spirit and a horse girl, which Bella is also a horse girl. And I just think that Bella would be very much drawn to Kaya's like heritage, her story and her outfits and her whole collection, I think. I also could see Bella Hadid, like, I don't know if you guys, you said you had Kaya. So yes, Kaya's outfits were so cool. Like, yeah, these were real, like replications of Native American outfits and costumes. And totally, I could see Bella Hadid, like if you gave her Kaya's whole collection Bella Hadid would be making like little bikinis out of like the Kaya outfits like I I don't know I could just see her like there were all these like strings and ties and like yes very bespoke yes Bella would have like a good time with Kaya so I think Kaya I agree and I love the horse connection too because I think there's something like there's a difference between like Felicity's horse girlness and Kaya's and Kaya's Mm -hmm. is very like earthy Intuitive. and organic yeah, yeah. Right. and I feel like that connects to Bella whereas like if we were talking about Kendall I would say she's Kendall. more of a Felicity totally <laughs> total Felicity. you get it you absolutely get it for sure oh my god well oh. Harry this has been incredible we need to have you back on for many more conversations we truly could talk to you for hours so thank you for joining us ditto you guys I would love to come on anytime. So um, I hope that we'll we'll get the museum going. But <laughs> yeah. thank you guys so much. It's been so much fun. Thank you everybody for listening. Yeah. And before you go, Harry, where could everyone find you after this? Oh, good question. At Very Harry Hill on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, well, you are a must follow. So amazing. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Harry. And thank you everyone for coming along for the ride. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to American Girl Women. For more AG Women content, follow us on IG at American Girl Women or send us your American Girl stories via AmericanGirlWomen at gmail.com. We might just read them on the pod. If you like this podcast, tell your friends and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.